Hello, everybody. Hey, this is Pastor Terry. I'm so glad you joined me. Hey, I'm looking forward to sharing some things with you here in this message that I think will be of, of great help to you. I know uh, uh, the lesson I'm going to share has been of great help to me over the many years. And uh, and, and, and what I want to talk to you about, I, I have a, a spoon here with me. And I want to talk to you about the lesson of the spoon. The lesson of the spoon. Uh, my mother taught me this lesson many years ago, and it's one of the greatest lessons I've ever been taught in my life. And it's about getting along with others. Getting along with others. And, and, and this lesson goes back to when I was five years old. And back then, I did not get along well with others. I, I just, I just didn't. I was kind of a, I was going to say kind of, I was, I was a spoiled little kid. I, I really was and, and kind of a bratty, you know, and, and smart mouth and whatnot. And, and, and I didn't, I didn't, you know, I didn't, I didn't get along with others. I didn't play well with others. I, I, I just didn't. And, uh, I, uh, I think about this this neighbor uh, uh, that that we had back then. Actually, it was uh, there were two girls. Uh, one was my age, and then the other one was was about uh, two years younger. But they were very nice girls. They really were. But uh, they were they they were neighbors of mine, and uh, uh, they were really the only two uh, uh, kids my age that I had that I had to play with. And I remember the one that was my age. Uh, and, and again, I didn't, I didn't get along with people very well back then. And I remember one time, uh, actually right out here in my front yard, uh, we had a, uh, my mom had, had bought a, a little plastic pool. I remember it was red. It was, it was, it was like a over, big oversized bathtub, but it was a little, little wading type swimming pool and we put water in it and me and these two girls, we, you know, we'd play around in the water and whatnot. And, uh, you know, as kids would do. And I remember the one day, uh, for whatever reason, I, uh, I pushed this girl, I, I pushed her over. And I, I mean, I just, I just, and I don't know why I did it. I, I don't remember the details, but I remember pushing her, pushing her shoulders. And I mean, she went down pretty hard. And, uh, and, and that's when my mother gave me the lesson of the fly swatter. Now, I know we're talking about the spoon. I'll get to that in a moment. But my mother, she gave me the lesson of the fly swatter on that one because I remember she, the next thing I know, I pushed this girl down and my mother came running out of the house with a fly swatter in her hand. And the only time my mother ever gave me a spanking was, was right then. And of course, I had it coming, but uh, she gave me the lesson of the, of the fly swatter and uh, she she... She whooped me, and, and I had it coming. I mean, she didn't hurt me or anything, but, but I tell you what, I, I could, I felt it, and uh, uh, I learned not to push little girls over uh, in swimming pools. And, uh, and and so my mother, what she was trying to do was teach me to play well with others, to get along with others, and uh, and then some time went by, and and the uh, the lesson of the fly swatter kind of wore off a little bit, and I was playing with this same girl actually in the sandbox, because we had a sandbox, and I was playing with her in the sandbox, and uh, I don't remember what what happened, but I had done something to her, and, and we had, that I shouldn't have done, you know, I, I, 
some some mean thing or un unpolite. Let's say it that way, unpolite thing. And uh, uh, and we had this this old Folgers can, you know, coffee can, Folgers coffee can, and we had that there in the in the sandbox that we, you know, we would uh, you know shape shape the sand with. And I did something to her that was unpolite. I don't remember what it was, but all I remember is the next thing I know, this fold, <laughs> this Folgers can was came flying across the sandbox and, and hit me right here in the forehead. <laughs> I mean, it gashed me in the forehead. I actually have a uh, have a scar there still to this day, and so so I I learned the lesson of the Folgers can, and uh, uh, and that one sunk in. I mean, literally sunk in. And, uh, and, and I began treating that girl better after that. And, uh, I mean, one thing's for sure. We were both five years old. It was, uh, foreordained that her and I would, would not have made a very good married couple. That's for sure. But she was a nice, nice girl. I, the problem was with me. And, uh, so I got the lesson of the fly swatter from my mother. And I, and, and then I got a lesson of the lesson of the Folgers can from this girl, this little girl. And, and from that, I, I, I began to learn the importance of, of playing well with others and getting along with others. And really, the problem wasn't so much with, with that other little girl. The problem was with me. And, uh, and, and, I, and I needed to learn that and realize that about myself. And so now, spin ahead in time from me being five years old to my last year of college. And by this time, as a result of the fly swatter and the Folgers can and, and some other things along the way, but those two stand out, I, I had uh, uh, pretty well learned to play well with others. And uh, by that time, I, I got along with pretty well everybody by the time of my last year of college. And uh, I was studying to be a, a high school math teacher, and, uh, and and what happened was is is I got assigned uh, my my student teaching. I got assigned to a supervisor, and let's just put it this way: uh, 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 how do I want to say it? Th this individual was a difficult individual to get along with, to say the very least. And also, concurrently with that going on, with me doing my student teaching, I'm in the last year of college at, at, at UMSL, University of Missouri-St. Louis, and, and I'm doing my, my student teaching. And along with having this, 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 uh, this lady that, that was my supervisor, and, and frankly, when you get to that point, if you don't realize it, when you get to that point and, and someone's doing their student teaching, um, you know, this is supposed to be a high point of your college, uh, uh, of your college days, you know, and you've studied four years and now you're in student teaching and this is supposed to be fun. Okay. <laughs> this is supposed to be fun. Okay. You know, doing student teaching. Well, the lady I did my student teaching under, we'll just say, put it this way. It was not fun. And concurrently with that, going along with that, there was a, this certain pastor that was in my life, and 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 he he was not real easy to to get along with either, and and you know it's hard enough when you've got one person in your life that that you have trouble getting along with, but 
But when you have two people in your life at the same time that, that are difficult people, um, it, it's just, it's like times 10, uh, more difficult. But, um, uh, this lady that I did my student teaching for, uh, now I'll say right up front, her and this pastor that I'm going to talk about here a little bit, in fairness to them, uh, you know, I, I wasn't perfect in everything that, that transpired. Certainly not. I was not perfect. I had a lot to learn. I, I you know, I, I just did. So I, in fairness to them, I will say that, you know, if I could go back to that time, there's some things I would, would definitely do different. I, you know, without question. Okay. But, but even so with the problems that I, that I had back there then, I just don't think I deserved the kind of treatment that I got from these two. Okay. These two people. And, uh, and, and I'm not going to go into all the details, but let's, let's just say, let's first talk about my student teaching experience. Uh, <laughs> like I said, it, this is supposed to be the most fun time of college. But this lady made it absolutely, it was miserable. I had four months of absolute misery. And, uh, and uh, you know, and, and she was just a very difficult person to get along with. And, and, and by that time, like I said, I had learned the lesson of the fly swatter and learned the lesson of the Folgers can. And I was pretty easy to get along with. And I pretty well got along with everybody, pretty much so. I tell you what, this this lady was she was a piece of work, very difficult to get along with, and as it went along, four months of this, as it went along, we had our uh, uh, over at Umsel uh, twice a week. We, you know, we had a, a supervisor from Umsel, and this guy that that he was uh, he taught a special class there. You know, for the math teachers. And, uh, and we would meet twice a week. He'd meet with the, the, there was about, I don't know, 25, 30 other, other, uh, students in the class. I was one of them. And, and, uh, we'd meet with him twice, twice a week. He was a professor at, 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 at Umsel. And he, oh, what a nice man he was. What a wonderful man he was. And, uh, uh, and, and we'd meet with him and he'd have, you know, he'd, we'd have class and he'd teach us things and we'd do puzzle problems. And it was, it was a lot of fun. But uh, there was a, uh, um, and so I was under him, of course, and he was my supervisor at UMSL, and, and he was a great man, he really was. But then I was under this lady, and she was my supervisor at this school where I did my student teaching, and, and well, she, she, she wasn't, uh, let's just say this man that I was under at UMSL, he was a wonderful man, okay, we'll just leave it at that. But this lady I was under, anyway, so... Uh, uh, but there was another student in the class, this, this math teacher's class, and uh, there was another student in there who was a, a, a contemporary of mine, and he was also studying to be a, a high school math teacher. And uh, him and I, we would, he wasn't a close friend or anything, but we struck up an acquaintance, and we talked, you know, and he would ask me, you know, how my student, well, I, you know, I'd ask him how his student teaching was going, and he, you know, glowing reports, wonderful. And he, he would ask me, you know, I didn't have much good I could say. I mean, I, it was a, it was, it was a tough time. And I, and I told him some of the things that this lady was, was putting me through. And so anyway, long story short, I remember the last day of the, um, of, of the, that I was under this lady's tutelage, tutelage 
uh, I remember I, I, I took her, uh, I took her a present the last day. Now, um, my flesh didn't want to take her a present. Well, actually, my flesh wanted to take her over a bucket of water. And uh, I wanted to do to her what Dorothy did right at the end of the Wizard of Oz with the bucket of water. <laughs> and if you don't know what, what that all means, go watch the Wizard of Oz and see what Dorothy did with the bucket of water right at the end of the Wizard of Oz, okay? That's what my flesh wanted to do. But I didn't do it. Um, I, <laughs> I took her a present over. And I remember she looked at it. She just threw it in the corner and she said goodbye. And, uh, and, and, but it's, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting. And, and while this was all going on, my, my, my student teaching supervisor at UMSL, uh, cause this, this lady called a meeting with him and brought him in one day and, and she sat there and t just, just went off on him and, uh, and, 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 you know, he told me, he's, you know, to, just to be honest with you, he, he didn't, he didn't like her either. <laughs> he just didn't. And, uh, he told me, he said, Terry, he said, you're in the middle of a difficult situation. He said, I'll protect you as much as I can, but he said, I can only protect you so far. And, and he did. He, he protected me, uh, as best he could. And he said, just do your best to get through, through the end of this. And, and, uh, and then, you know, he said, I'll, it'll all be fine, you know, from my end of it. And, and so, uh, but anyway, I run into this acquaintance of mine about, oh, I don't know, about maybe a year and a half, two years later. I'm at the mall or something and I'm walking through the, I was at the, I think it was Crestwood Mall. I was walking through the mall and I happened to run into this guy. <laughs> he comes over to me and he says, Terry, he said, I'm so glad I ran into you here today. He said, I've got to tell you something. He said, he said, uh, he said, when, when we were doing our student teaching, you know, about a year and a half, two years ago, whatever it was, he said, you were telling me all those stories about this, 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 this student, this lady you were doing your student teaching for, this, this, this high school math teacher you were under. He said, you were telling me those stories. And he said, I have to be honest with you. I didn't believe you. He said, I, di I didn't believe you. He said, he said, I, he said, I didn't think that anyone could be as unsavory as this, as this woman, as you were telling me. But he said, guess what? He said, I got hired as a, as a full-time math teacher in that school district at that, at that high school. And I'm a colleague now with this woman you did your student teaching for. And he said, uh, he said, you know what? He said, he said, I've got to tell you, he said, there's almost nobody there at, the, at that high school that likes this woman. He said, of all the student teaching assignments you could have gotten in the greater St. Louis Metroplex, he said, you drew the worst assignment you could have gotten. <laughs> and, and so that made me at least feel better because I realized that the problem wasn't all with me. Because I mean, I was I was really down. I mean, you know, after I taught my first, my first class, after I taught my very first class, my first lesson, I remember, you know, when you're starting out, you're not, you know, you're not going to do probably real good and you might, but I, you know, we all have a lot to learn. My first class, I taught it. And that evening she calls me on the phone and she says, 
She said, I want to tell you the job you did today was miserable. She said, you have no future in teaching. You'll never be a decent teacher. She said, you ought to think about doing something else with your life. <laughs> you know, that'll make a, that'll make, that'll cheer a guy up, you know, after I've taught my first class. Um, well, you know, I'll, I'll just throw this in. You know, in, in high school, they, they, they told me that I was not smart enough to, uh, take algebra when I was in, um, when, when I was in, uh, eighth grade. And so, um, they wouldn't let me advance. And then when I did get to algebra, my first algebra test, guess what? In ninth grade, because uh, they held me back in math a little bit, and I wasn't with my classmates. I didn't get to proceed in eighth grade into, into pre-algebra, and then I was behind everyone else in, you know, in ninth grade. And when I took my first algebra test, I failed it. Now, don't tell anybody, but I failed it. And, I, and it looked for a while there that those people, those administrators were right that I that I, <laughs> I should have been held back you know because they were telling me I wasn't sharp enough in math but you know what I just I just decided I was going to prove them wrong and you know what I went on and I got a math I have a major in mathematics from the University of Missouri St. Louis you know so so I so you know I you know just because you fail the first time out doesn't mean you're going to fail ultimately. You just stick with it. And I was able to go on and, and prove all those people wrong. You know, I, I did okay in math. And, uh, and you know, that first lesson I taught, you know, it, it, you know, it, it, it wasn't the best, but it did, I didn't deserve to be told, you know, I need to get out of teaching and, and, you know, go do something else with my life. You know what? I think over the years, um, I, I've done a pretty decent job teaching, you know, not only math, but teaching the word of God also. So, so I, I think I, I think I proved her wrong. But anyway, I run into this guy in the mall and he's telling me about this, this lady. And he said, you, you know, he said, you, you got, you got a, you got a bad assignment there. And he said, he said, Terry, I want to apologize to you. I didn't believe that, you know, that, that this lady was as bad as she was, but, but he said, you didn't tell half the story. It was, it's far worse than what you said. And he said, please accept my apology. And of course I did. And, uh, and then, and then while that was going on, I had this pastor that, uh, I mean, you know, he, you know, was making my life very, very, uh, uh, difficult to say the least, but you know, a long story short with him, you know, he didn't get along well with almost anyone. And, uh, and, and, and he's the kind of person, you know, some people, if you're just around them, you know, once or twice a year, you can get along real well with them. But if you have to live around them any length of time, it's just, you know, and this, this fellow was that kind of guy, you know, if you only saw him a couple of times a year, you get along well with him. But if you had to be around him any more than that, it was, it was challenging. And so anyway, I had both of these 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 going on and 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 so the lady she really didn't get this te student teaching supervisor really didn't get along well with that many people and and uh, this pastor he didn't get along with that many people but anyway I'm sitting one morning with my mother while this was all going on I'm sitting one morning with my mother at the breakfast table and uh, and I'm telling her about this student teaching supervisor just like what I've told you only I was giving her. I did, you know, I kept it clean here. Okay. All right. So, all right. But I was telling her all the, 
all the dirty details of what was what what I what she was doing to me and and, and this pastor and whatnot. And and so, so my mom, who are sitting there eating breakfast, and she takes a spoon and she picks up the spoon and she she takes a spoon and she slaps it down on the table and she says, "I'm going to teach you the lesson of the spoon." And my eyes get real big, you know, and I'm sitting there and she she says, now she said, now you've got this spoon here, okay? And and while this spoon is here, every everything's okay. But then she says, and she pulled in a knife. And she said, now you got the knife. Now you got this spoon and you got this knife. And 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 the spoon and the knife aren't getting along with one another. So at that point, she says, you don't know if the problem is with the spoon or if it's with the knife. And then she pulls up the fork and she puts the fork down and she says, now, she said, now you got the spoon. The spoon is having trouble with, with, with the knife and the fork. But now the knife and the fork aren't having trouble with one another, but, but the spoon, the knife, and the fork, there, there's issues there. And then she took the plate and she sat the plate down. And she said, now, you know, she said, now, it's interesting. She said, the knife and the fork and the plate seem to be getting along okay. But now, when the, now the spoon, she said, now, now, it's interesting. She said, the spoon is having trouble with the knife, the fork, and the plate, but the knife, the fork, and the plate, they seem to be getting along okay, but, but they're, they're having trouble with the spoon. And, and then she did the same thing with the saucer and with the salt shaker and with the jelly jar. And, and she's got these things all sitting around on the breakfast table. And she says, now, she says, now think about it. She says, the knife and the fork and the plate and the cup and the saucer, and the salt shaker, and the jelly jar, all seem to be getting along okay with one another. But, but none of them are getting along with the spoon. And she said, now here's the, here's the lesson of the spoon. She said, is the problem with the knife, with the fork, with the plate, with the cup, the saucer, the salt shaker, the jelly jar? Is a problem with all of them? Or do you think, since all of them are getting along okay and there's no trouble until the spoon gets involved, do you, do you, do you think the trouble is with the problems with all of them or do you think the problem's with the spoon? <laughs> she said, it doesn't take a genius to figure out the problem is not with all these other things. The problem is with the spoon. And she said to me, she said, don't be the spoon. And I tell you what, that's the lesson of the spoon. And you know, there's some people in this world that are just spoons. They can't get along with anybody. They can't get along with the knife. They can't get along with the fork. They can't get along with the plate, with the saucer, the salt shaker, the jelly jar. They can't get along with any of them. They can't get along with the toaster. They can't get along with the chairs, the table, the napkins. You know what I mean? They can't get along. They can't get along with the light fixture. You know? The problem's not with all these other things. 
the problems with the spoon. And she told me, she said, Terry, she said, be sure that you're not the spoon. In other words, she was telling me, be sure in my life that I'm not the problemed person. And what she was trying to tell me about the this student teaching supervisor and this certain pastor, and what she did tell me, is that they're spoons. And by that she meant that you know, the, the, the problem, even though I had some things that, you know, I could have done different and better, the problem really wasn't with me so much. She said, the, the I mean, she said, look at them. They're, well, we didn't know so much about that. We didn't know about the student teacher supervisor until later. But like the pastor, we knew he, he'd have trouble with everybody. And so then I learned later about the student teaching supervisor. They were spoons, what I mean by that is they were having trouble, not just with me, but they, they were having trouble with everybody. So the problem wasn't with me so much, and I didn't do everything right, but, but, but even if I had done everything right, there was still going to be problems because they're spoons, okay? And so it, I learned through the fly swatter, I learned through the Folgers can, and then I learned from my mother and these two these two experiences I went through with this student teaching supervisor and this pastor, I learned I need to play well with others. I need to be pliable. I need to get along with others. I don't want to be a spoon. And that's the lesson I want to leave with you here this evening is be sure that you're not the spoon. Be sure you're not the one that's having trouble with everybody else and and you wonder what's wrong with them. Well, maybe there's nothing wrong with them. Maybe the problem's with you. And I've tried real hard to never be a spoon. Because when I was a kid, a little kid, you know, five, six, seven, eight, whatever it was, I was a spoon. I really was. I was a spoon. I mean, I didn't get along with anybody. And the problem wasn't with all these other people. It was with me. And so, you know, thankfully by the fly swatter, the Folgers can, and these other things, I uh, I learned not to be a spoon. And, and, and uh you know, I think back on, on the, the student teaching supervisor and, and I think about the, the pastor. I, you know, I, it actually, you know, it, it, it wasn't any fun at the time, but actually it instilled some things in me. And, and it, it really, you know, I guess it, it made me a better person in some ways. Uh, I, I haven't still worked my way through all how it's made me a better person, but, but I think it has. And, uh, and, and one thing I had to, I had to, over the years, I, I, I've forgiven the both of them. I have absolutely forgiven them uh, of, I've forgiven them of all charges. I really have. And, and, but, but I tell you what, it took me a while. I had to work through it all. And, uh, and, and I've forgiven them. I wish, and you know what? The, both of them put together never hurt me. I mean, they never cost me a dime. They never, not a penny. They didn't, they didn't hinder me in any way that way. They didn't, you know, the, 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 <laughs> that student teaching supervisor was going to she's going to try to keep me from ever getting getting a, getting hired and teaching but she 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 couldn't stop me there and and uh and and that pastor he he tried to do some things to me at one point that tried to stop me in some things but neither one of them did but you know what I had to learn to, I, I had to I had to get myself where I could, forgave him Absolutely. And I've forgiven them. And, you know, I don't want you to think here that I, because 
I mean, you wouldn't know who I'm talking about. I mean, most people wouldn't know, and I've tried to keep it very vague. I don't want to embarrass anybody, but you know, I want to talk about this just to just to help you. And 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 if you've got those difficult people in your life, you know, just just realize some people are just spoons. They <laughs> they just are. But you don't be a spoon, okay? And uh, but I've had to learn to forgive. I had to learn to forgive. Well, I, I had to learn to forgive. Them. I had to get to a point where I've forgiven them, and I have. And I think I'm a better person for it. But hey, I want to leave you with a few verses of scripture. And uh, notice in James three eighteen, just a few more minutes here. James three eighteen says uh, in the Message Bible, "Do the hard work of getting along with each other, teaching each other with dig tr- teaching, treating each other." with dignity and honor. Do the hard work of getting along with each other, treating each other with dignity and honor. You know, it's hard work to not be the spoon. For some people, it, it just is. And uh, and so the Bible's saying, do the hard work of getting along with each other. I'll say it in my mother's talk. Do the hard work of not being the spoon. Don't be the spoon, Okay. And it takes, it's hard work sometimes for some people, but, but don't be a spoon. Don't, don't always be having trouble with everybody, you know. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I, I've dealt with a lot of people over the years and, uh, in pastoring and teaching school, just in life. And, and, and I, and I, there are some people, yes, God love them, they're just spoons. It seems like they're always having trouble. They're always have. they don't get along with this one. They don't get along with that one. They don't get along with this one. You know, they're, always getting fired from jobs and they can't understand why. I can't understand why I got fired from this job. And then I get another job and I was there, you know, two weeks, two months, you know, six months, I got fired. I got fired. I got fired. I got fired. Pastor Terry, do you know why I got fired? Yes, I know why you got fired. You're a spoon. (laughs) You're the spoon. Hey, I'm not saying that to be ugly or mean. I'm trying to help you. Don't learn a lesson from my mom and from the Bible. Most importantly, from the Bible, don't be the spoon. Take a good, long, hard look at yourself. And hey, you know, if you're a spoon, repent, change, and be a knife, be a fork, be a be a saucer, a cup, a salt shaker, a jelly jar. Don't be a spoon. You know what I mean? Where you're the problem. You you can't get along with anybody. You wonder why you're getting fired all the time. You're a spoon. I mean, I could see if you're getting fired maybe once, maybe some happened or, or twice, but some people, I mean, I know several that have been fired every time they turn around, it seems like. You're a spoon. Hey, don't be a spoon. Learn the lesson of the spoon, okay? And and hey, look at Romans twelve eighteen. The Bible says, if it is possible... As much as depends on you, see, as much as depends on you, live peaceable with all men. And so some people are just, they're going to just be spoons. They just are. We have to understand that. They're just going to be spoons. And so, you know, if it's possible, as much as it has to do with you, you do everything you can to get along with that with that spoon, okay? Do everything you can. If it's possible, as much as it depends on you, you live peaceably with all men. And then I'll read Romans 12. Uh, that was 12.18 in the New King James. Listen to it in the message. If you got it in you, get along with everybody, okay? And don't insist on getting even. Okay, so I had to work on my flesh on that one with the two individuals I told you about. You know the flesh wants to get even, you know? But if you're born again, your spirit man will want to forgive. 
Okay, so my flesh wanted to get even. My flesh wanted to take the bucket of water, you know what I mean, over there and bless that woman with it. That's what my flesh wanted to do. But the Bible says, don't insist on getting even, okay? So I, I worked on it, and no, no getting even. We just forgive of all charges and just walk in love. And it says, don't insist on getting even. That's not for you to do. And then God said, I'll do the judging, says God. I'll take care of it. So leave it in his hands. Uh, Jesus said, turn the other cheek. I learned if you don't turn the other cheek and you do your own fight, and then you're going to have to do your own fight. But if you'll, when somebody smites you, these two people that I told you about smote me in some ways, not physically, but in other ways. I almost would have been rather to get smoked physically. But anyway, if you if you don't turn the other cheek, you got to do your own fight. But if you turn the other cheek, Jesus will put his boxing gloves on. He'll go in and deal with him, you see. And, uh, and so don't insist on getting even. That's not for you to do. God says, I'll do the judging. I'll take care of it. And then the Bible says, our scriptures tell us that if you see your enemy hungry, go buy that person lunch. And don't take a bucket of water to, over to throw on him. Buy him lunch. Or if he's thirsty, get him, okay, get him a drink. You can take the water over to give him a drink. Just I can take the water over there to give her a drink. Just can't go over there and throw, throw it on her. <laughs> okay. It says your generosity will surprise that person with goodness. Don't let evil get the best of you. Get the best of evil by doing good. And then remember what Jesus said. He said, love your enemies. Bless those who curse you. Do good to those who hate you. Pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you that you may be sons of your Father in heaven. Amen. Think about that. And then he goes on to say, if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? The tax collectors do that. And if you greet your brethren only, what do you more than others? He, he said, the tax collectors do that. He said, he said be complete. Be, be mature, be, be perfect. That means be mature as the Heavenly Father is mature and, and, and walk in love and forgiveness, okay? So that's what the Lord Jesus told me to do. And I'll tell you again, I had, I had to work, on, I had to work on, on, on my flesh, keeping my flesh under. And not just when I was going through those experiences, but over, over the, you know, some years after that, now I look back and just laugh at it. <laughs> just, you know, but for, for, I don't know, five, six, seven years, well, five, six years afterward. Now, they never hurt, really did anything ultimately to hurt me, but, but it was, you know, you know, they never kept me from getting a job or, or doing ministry or anything like that. But, but I mean, it, 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 you know, it, I had to deal with that because, yeah, my flesh wanted to get even, but no, you just, you forgive it. And uh, now, like I said, I just, over the last many decades, I just think about it, laugh at it. And I, I this is the first time I've really, I, I've alluded to these things here and there over the years now and then, but I, I thought I'd teach a whole message on it. And, you know, uh, uh, I just laugh about it now. <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny, but at the time I was going through it, it wasn't. But hey, you know, I've learned to forgive and... Uh, and just, 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 just love those people. And uh, but I will say this as I close: sometimes you have to, now. Now listen to this. This will help you as I close. Sometimes you have to get away from people who are just going to be spoons all of their lives. You now you need to understand that. Now we wish that people didn't stay spoons. You know what I mean? Wish that they'd have a change of heart and and start being pliable and get along with people and, you know, and that they turn into a knife, a fork or something like that. You know what I mean? But some people are just going to be spoons. A problem, you know, people that, that don't get along with anybody, problem people, you know, 
you know, mean-spirited, uh, you know, that kind of stuff. You know what I'm talking about? Just uncooperative, uh, just hard to get along with. Some people are just going to be that way. They're just going to be spoons all their lives. And, you know, you got to get away from that. you got to get away from that. You just do. And, uh, and, and in my case, you know, I had four months of that with the student teacher and I, and I, you know, I got away from it because the, the term was up. And, but that pastor, see, ultimately I had to get away from, from, from that situation. And I learned this and, and he and I get along just fine today. It was just, but, but here's the thing, but I, I don't hardly ever see him, <laughs> but we still love him nonetheless. But be that as it may. Uh, it's here's what I wanted to say. Some, if you if you're dealing with a spoon, some, some you, I say sometimes sometimes you just got to get away from the spoons. And here's what I want to say: It's better to love somebody from a distance than to hate them up close. Now that was worth listening to me for the last 36 minutes and 46 seconds to get that right there. If you didn't get anything else, sometimes it's better to love people, love the spoons. Turn it around. Love the spoons from a distance. It's better to love love them from a distance than hate them up close. Think about that. Okay? So, hey, learn the lesson of the spoon. Don't be the spoon. As much as depends on you, you live peaceably with everyone. Don't hold grudges. Forgive and let God deal with, let God deal with the spoons. And, hey, I'll close by saying this. Hey, just eat with the knife and the fork. <laughs> okay, well, God bless you. I hope this blessed you. All right. Hey, we'll see you again next time. Okay, bye-bye.